Hey, everybody. Welcome to So Fast, So Furious, the ultimate Fast and Furious podcast. Dominic Toretto lives his life a quarter mile at a time, so we are watching the entire Fast and Furious franchise a quarter hour at a time. I'm Zach Bassetta, here with Vito Lapicola. How's it going, Vito? Hey, hey, everybody. Anthony Ray Binch. How's it going, Anthony? Vroom, vroom, bitches. Yeah, bring it back. Become your, uh, that's yeah. become your tagline now? That's going to be it. I'm, I'm going to have to come up with one myself. <laughs> okay. We're going to open up a, a website you yeah. can order. Yeah, web store. It's it was be officially awesome. endorsed by... That's by Rocco and himself. Right. So personally, yeah. I would have done Vroom Vroom Motherfuckers, mm-hmm. but he he put the stamp of approval on Vroom Vroom Bitch, Vroom Bitch. That's right. Vroom Vroom which Bitch. we could probably sell more of. Yeah, yeah. that he's a, he's an internationally acclaimed action director. He knows right. his shit. It's, so maybe we'll do like a variant like printing of the shirt where it says Vroom Vroom Motherfuckers. There you I go. I like it. Yeah. All right, we Compromise. are. Recording again at the Hollywood Arclight, which I've been told I need to specify is a theater in Hollywood. If you don't who, who, live out who, here, who dares tell you how to do your job? I don't even remember. It might have been my brother. I can't. Remember. Oh, okay. Somebody's yeah, like, okay. I don't know what the Arclight is. Is, Co- is your brother Cody the yeah. guy? Okay, yeah. how's it going, Cody? Thanks for listening to all the episodes. Yeah, he added me on Twitter. Hi, Cody. Awesome. He didn't add me on Twitter. Well, because you don't. So use you know Twitter what? I much. take my hello back. Oh man, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so if you thought we weren't going to talk about turbocharged, you'd be wrong. You were out of your mind if you thought we were going to ignore little interstitial five minute, six minute pieces of crap in between yeah. the Fast and the Furious movies. It's like a bad fan film where like they somehow got access to the film star. Right. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. I, somebody want to look up who directed to the Turbocharged? I, I meant to oh, you know Philip what? It's G. funny. Atwell. Atwell. It's Philip, Philip G. G. Atwell. Atwell who yes. at this point had only done pretty much rap videos. Oh, so, you can tell. Yeah, it makes sense. This entire thing is a six minute long uh, music it's, video. It's pretty terrible stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think it is important to the, to the narrative because if you just watch the next film, which we'll get to next week, uh, you're wondering why the hell is Brian in Miami? I would argue after this short, you still wonder why the hell is Brian in Miami. Yes, but at least you have some sort of narrative. I know, as connection. if as if audiences were going to clamor. He has a fast car. He's on the run from the police. Of course, he's not going to stay in Los Angeles. Right. This could have been a fun, quirky, independent movie about him going on this road trip, mm-hmm. and it was wasted. It just makes me wonder why they <laughs> decided to do this. It's, period. It's, you watch the first film, and like, there's no at no point do I get, hey, we should make this into a music video. Yeah, and even if I hadn't seen Turbocharge, it's not that much of a stretch to where it's like. Oh, he's in Miami. I don't need to know how he got to Miami. Well, you're going to know because yeah. Turbocharge spells it all out for us. Uh, it in opens agonizing. Up. We always talk that we're, we're watching these movies and, and dissecting them in agonizing detail. This short Would film count. is the agonizing details. It's, it's not good, folks. There's a lot to go through, interestingly. Surprisingly enough. Yeah. Uh, so it opens up. Brian's looking at himself in the mirror. I ima- It's not Harry's... It's not Racer's Edge, so that's interesting. I guess it's his actual apartment. I don't know where he's living after the events of The Fast and the Furious. Well, we can spoil it for you that he's living in another fucking garage or whatever in the second movie. Right. But, but for now, he's on the run and he's... Somewhere. Yeah. And the ending of The Fast and the Furious movie is playing over and over in his head. He just he sees himself giving Dom those keys and wondering, did I make this the is, right decision? This is like an after-school special <laughs> yeah. featuring Paul Walker. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. that very special thing. It's like the audiences have forgotten in the years since the last movie came out. Oh, uh, wait a minute. At the end of the film. It was only a year between these movies? I think. I think uh, this was 2003. 
All right. Yeah. But did Tokyo Drift also came out in 2003, didn't it? Or was it four? I'm not I may sure. be losing my mind. Okay. Not entirely sure. This uh, this was 2003, yes, where the where the prequel to Too Fast came out. Yeah. Thank and God for IMDb. At the, yes. the Los Angeles Police Department, uh, the sergeant there, we don't know his name or anyone's name because there's no dialogue throughout this entire thing. Uh, so they're doing everything in visuals. It's, it is it is shot like a bad music video. Mm-hmm. With even worse music, and it is a bad music video. <laughs> yes, and yeah. so the every shot like is like point two seconds long. It's just shot, shot, right, shot, right. Shot, shot, shot. Yeah, featuring it's police. MTV editing for sure. Yeah, and all of the police inside of this uh, inside of the short film look like the reenactors from the from Natural Born Killers. <laughs> Remember when they do the police reenactments of, right, of like right, right. they have the bad shades on? It looks like somebody like <laughs> the stylized. It looks like they went through what was the the Paul Newman movie? We have a what we have here is a failure. Cool to hand Luke. It's like the cop from Cool Hand Luke, and they were like, "Get me eight of those and <laughs> intersperse them throughout the short film." Well, in, at this point, we're still in L.A., and the sergeant there is giving all the police officers Paul Walker's headshot so they know what he looks like. And it is his headshot. It's like literally his. They headshot. didn't. They didn't make it look like it's like a police photo. He's even smiling. It's in it. it's his headshot. It's got his name at the bottom. If you look really close, <laughs> they made Paul Walker print him out himself. <laughs> yeah. of, you could see if you look very closely, you freeze the DVD or the video that you're watching. His resume. <laughs> Yeah, you can see his skills, car car racing, acting, smiling. That's right, looking good. Uh, so at his random house, Brian's packing his bags just as the cops get there. And they bust in, but he's already gone, and he's left his police badge behind. And you also you also see it's the car he drove from the first film. Is it? I, it's one of them, yeah. It looks like it's like a darker green. That's you true. might no, be that's right. That's true, because he gave his car to Dom. So never mind. It is. Well, a, no, no it's the green one got blown up by Johnny Tran. So and he yeah, gave so that horn Supra. So to he has Dom. someone's car. Someone, yeah. someone's going to be upset in the racing community that they loaned him his car while he's on the run from the police, and the police now have it. That's right. So, and uh, so Brian is driving cross country. He drives to Arizona and has a street race. He wins, shakes the guy's hand, collects his money, which becomes a pattern throughout this film. Right. It's just win money, sh- shake hands. Right. <laughs> And so gentlemanly. It is. Nobody wants their money back. Nobody tries to kill them to get their money. Although for some reason, like there's there's two people in the the first race. There's there's an Asian guy who gives him the money, and there's a, an African American girl who's like upset that he is. I couldn't figure out what was going on. Can't there. believe I lost this white boy. I guess. Yeah. Something like She's that. She's like, I'm the best fucking racer in Arizona. Who's this kid to come along and take my you know my steam? Yeah. So he, he drives a little farther, wins a few more races, shakes a few more hands. He stops at a diner. And sees a newspaper article about how he's a fugitive and on the run. I know. Like, dude, how many times has anyone, if a cop in Chicago is on the run, you don't hear about it in, like, Miami or a crowd. It's like, national nobody cares. news. Yeah, it's not nationwide news that Brian fucking O'Connor. turned, you know, let, let a bad guy loose <laughs> and went on the run now. It's like, right, right, right. it's made nationwide news. That's right. It's he broke the, the same case picture. It's and the then let the, let the bad guy go. Yeah, it's right. still his headshot in the photo. Uh, he's, he's starting to flirt with a girl in the next booth at this diner, but some cops that, that, that are really the natural-born killer cops yeah, that, are talking he looks about. Exactly, it looks like he just came They're from the reenactment where he's like, all Brian wanted was a bear claw. <laughs> you remember that moment? Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like they are the most cliched police officers I have ever seen in anything. Mm-hmm. And, and that uh, includes the Smokey and the Bandit franchise. Right, right. They are based on Jackie Gleason, I'm pretty sure. Oh, God. Um, so <laughs> you little dick turd. 
Brian leaves the the diner once they show up, and he gets back to his hotel where he sees a story about himself on the news. Like everyone's right. talking. Right, Brian and it's O'Connor. footage from the first movie. <laughs> right. By the way, it is it is legit there. footage from the first movie. Awesome. Oh yeah, it's, it says recent sighting, so someone reported seeing him, and then like he's a Bigfoot. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reward. Okay, oh, ma- so warning, awful. warning. Maybe smiling <laughs> copiously. <laughs> We're losing Anthony. <laughs> Anthony is like, this is a fever dream. I didn't well, want to have. I, I do have to point out to the people listening to this podcast right now, the short is only six and a half minutes, and Anthony was only able to get through four of them. Yeah, I tapped <laughs> so out at that's like how, 4.27. That's how bad yeah, it is. Like, I've seen enough of this. Just tell me what happens. It's so, like, we get it. He's on the run. He's right? on but, the run. But, but that's all that's they keep the point. hammering over and over. This is a bunch of redundancy, this film. Uh, Brian's about to leave his hotel. The cops show up, and so does that cute girl from the diner. Uh, and she apparently drives him to Texas. Yeah, here's the weird thing. Minka Kelly, the the always amazing Minka Kelly, she's a very fine actress, very, very capable young lady, and all they have her do is smile a lot. Like, there's moments where he keeps running into her throughout the short, mm-hmm. and you think maybe she's a cop. You don't know what's going on, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. is, she, is she following him? She's clearly got an interest in him, but that's a thread that they never answer in the short film. Like, you think at the end of it, she's going to give him a ride or whatever and then he's going to find out she's a cop and then she's going to be like go and it's going to be like a nod to the end of the first movie but she just gives him a ride and she's like bye that's the extent of the thought that was put into this I guarantee it's like yeah. we're going to have a hot like, chick this hot chick gives him a ride see and then he gets out of the car yeah, well no but what's, what is great about when they get to uh, San Antonio I believe it is uh, she drops him off at a used car dealership and notices the exact same newspaper that's presumably been in the floorboard for the past 500 miles yeah why why is he carrying this thing around no I think it's hers it's oh, implied that okay. it's her newspaper and okay. Because he, he knows did who have he that is. paper earlier, and, exactly. he, and he and he closed it when he walked past the cops. Have you guys ever noticed if you're doing something suspicious in real life, the cops will notice you, but in movies, you that you they literally cuts to the person's mm-hmm. face, and they're like, <gasps> and they they turn their head and they look away and they pull their hat down. If I was a cop, that would be the guy I'd ask. You know, it's like if you just act like nothing's happening uh-huh. and walk out, just you're normal. way less suspicious, Fly casual than the way they do. Yeah, in the well, it's in like movies. in the, the Marvel movies, like whenever like Captain America is undercover, he's got the hat, the shades, and right. like the high collared jacket. It's like, right. dude, you look like you you're look drawing like attention you're t- to yourself. Bucky does yes. that to you. Yeah. yeah, well, because he does everything that Cap does, right? Uh, yeah, because true. when you're walking down Hollywood Boulevard and you see somebody who has sunglasses and their coat pulled up and everything, you immediately think active shooter, and you notice them mm-hmm. so in but in movies that's the magic of movies you're able to you know do that and the cops suddenly think you're invisible mm-hmm. yeah, yeah because well, he, he is so suspicious he's really when yeah. he walks like, he's past just them. drawing attention to himself yeah it's like but he's in he's in san antonio at this at this uh car dealership and like he's talking to one of the the dealers there about this one car he doesn't seem that interested and then he asks to to buy this like hunk of junk <laughs> and i don't know if it's like he notices like it's got a great engine. Like, why the hell does he want this car with the driver's seat in the on the the right side? And again, side, by with the way. no dialogue, or the and it's side. and it's it's like a father and a son. It's like a like yeah. a like some. I he's like he looks like a migrant worker kind of character. No, I'm not saying that. I'm <laughs> well, not it's saying San that. Antonio. Whatever. I mean, no, it's but right it's like he's got like the stereotypical like hat that you see the guys right. wearing in the sun. Dude, I'm from Texas. That's sombrero. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not, <laughs> a, not sombrero, a sombrero. Though. It's just a. Te- it's like a. Just I a didn't hat. get that far. I don't know. But it, but it's but it's it's kind of like it's weird to me because okay so something that I wanted to point out in this in this short that carries over and we'll talk about this later uh, next week on the other episode is like in the first Fast and the Furious movie Rob Cohen cast real 
real life people to play the background characters and it seems so authentic mm-hmm. in this it's like they went to to the extras casting to like Hollywood whatever and mm-hmm. we're like we need a guy who looks like a migrant worker and his son mm-hmm. and like they got the most cliched people and the costume designer was like hey Mexicans wear sombreros right it's like not everybody wears those things like eh, everyone a, looks like a cliche but right, if you're right. no, from you're Texas you're, that I've, might I've just, be I've I may be blown smoke hat many a time okay Okay. Uh, and, I but, stand but corrected. I mean, I, no, well, but I do think it's like specifically like co- sort of a, a kind of hat you see Hispanic gentlemen in Texas wearing. You know, <laughs> one of the weird things too about the acting in this, you were talking about how Paul Walker doesn't have any expression. It's really hard when you look at something like this that's written specifically without dialogue, mm-hmm. because it, it's like watching a 1920s film where they do hand motions you wouldn't do in real life. They have to convey themselves through right. the body right. and there's like that shot where he's talking to the son and the father at the car dealership and, and he's like motioning like I want this car and the son's going no mm-hmm. and, and he's doing like the, the national like hands one hand over the other going back and forth like no no and it's like so like no one talks like that and then the dad's like yes mm-hmm. and you could see that they're trying to pantomime what it is that they're saying mm-hmm. why not just let them have some dialogue I, I want to do like a like a fan edit where it's like the old timey like silent films we'll get a color anybody out there who can play calliope let us know we'll uh, use your music for this awesome so where where are we at here brian so buys Antonio, san antonio yeah, yeah he buys the car uh for some reason I said that the car, the driver's seat is on the other. So it's like a yeah, foreign he, car. Yeah, he but he had a car similar to that. Remember in the first movie too, he always but it was he on gets the cars that correct, are or the American side, the driver's side. Yeah, that well no because there there was some maybe it's in the second movie and I'm getting really it's confused. the second movie yeah okay. because so he yeah exactly yeah. at least there's that continuity yeah, there. Like, why is he riding a car? I don't know. Maybe it maybe it just helps. Maybe him maybe navigate too better. fast was made first and they're like oh we got to match the car. Fans are going to demand it. They're yeah. going to want to know. Uh, so he drives more. He finds a garage somewhere to do some work on his new vehicle. He even paints it himself. He gives some guy uh, money, who I assume is the guy who owns the garage where he's working. He had to pay a little rent. Yeah, the implication in this is that anyone who owns a garage is like shady and supports right. street racers. Well, yeah, they're they're willing to help people in the street racing community. Right, it's right. Like their brethren. That's their bread and butter. Yeah. yeah. Um, he drives some more, <laughs> shakes some more hands. He comes up on a couple of bikers who, who I don't know if they're laughing at the, the seat, the driver's placement, you know, or what, but they're kind of picking on him in this car. And Brian's like, you want to race? And so they're like, yeah. And so they, they speed on ahead. All, all done without dialogue and with hand <laughs> That's motions right. That's right. and bad facial expressions. Nods and uh, I don't know. Yeah. Weird, yeah, facial yeah, it's Yeah, really, it's really poorly done. I'm sorry, Philip Atwell, but. <laughs> Philip not, G. Not, Atwell. Philip G. Atwell, not, not your finest moment. Uh, so so the, the bikers race on ahead, and uh, the cops pull them over. We were getting inundated with noise over here, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah, that's okay. No, I love I love that that moment in the short. That was the one part that I thought was really funny, but ultimately cliched. It's as if Paul Walker could sense the police ahead. <laughs> yeah. And he, and he goads them. busted. Yeah, he goads them into a race, and so they speed off, and the cops pull those guys over. And, of course, there's the literal terrible shot of Brian going by and looking out the window going, ah! 
at them, and and the two an the, the two guys on the motorcycles like looking at him, shaking their heads in total cliche, like, "Man, he got us." And by the he way, both of those bikers have their girlfriends with them, so it's actually four people right. on yeah, two bikes. True. Yeah, um, just pointing that out. Do they get four tickets, or is it just two uh, tickets? I imagine two tickets because the girls weren't driving. Although maybe they were uh, not safe passengers. They're accomplices. Damn it. Could be. You know, I don't know they, if, if driving. Look, as an officer of the law of the great state of Texas, I'm giving all four of them tickets, and that's it. I don't know. Who was that? Who was I don't know. It just sounded like a specific. It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a cop. Foghorn that pulled them off. No, Foghorn Leghorn has got more of like a voice like this. But uh, no, that was just my stereotypical cop uh, who had pulled them over mm-hmm. with the bad shades and the. Uh, Brian drives some more, has another race, and shakes a dude's hand. He races a lot. A lot of racing, a lot of shaking. Where is he finding these illegal street on. races? Well, I guess he's like so tapped into the the network. He just you know. Post something on Craigslist and says, "Where's the street race at?" Don't you Craigslist think Craigslist wasn't around back then? 2003, I think it was. Yeah, it was. Sure. Yeah, Craigslist. Mm-hmm. I think it was late 90s that it came out, um, based on its design. You know, because they mm-hmm. never mm-hmm. they never never updated the design. So I would say 98. But the weird thing about this is that would have been you. Uh, it would have been better if it was like an like almost like an underground railroad situation where you saw that people were taking him in and he was a fugitive. Like it never feels. That he's a fugitive, even though, because it's like, he doesn't change his name. He still calls himself Brian when you get to the second movie. It's not like he's hiding. Like, how is he able to get away with all this? You well, know? it's interesting that it's a national story, but you have to also assume that it's like a state. Well, I don't know. He was like, maybe he's being looked for by the feds. That's a federal. That is know. true. He was, Bilkins was a fed. So, well, I don't I, know what's we'll, going we'll, on. We'll get all into that, I guess, uh, in Too Fast. But uh, we're basically... At the end of this short, Brian drives a little bit more. He comes to a fork in the highway. One way is to New York. The other is to Miami. Brian heads to Miami and arrives in Miami. Yeah, and and his there, there's the implication that maybe something happens in New York later. I mean, I know some there's some New York stuff later in the movies, but I don't think it ties in with any of the... There was like this so, weird no. moment where where you think that maybe he went to New York between there and Miami, but you don't really know. Because he ends up in Miami. I, I it's, thought he, it's a for whatever reason, yeah, I'm he sorry. sees the two options. He considers it briefly and is like, eh, I'm going to Miami. Yeah. I don't know why. He has Miami no connections has a, has there. Miami has a vivid street racing life. As we a lot will of hot, see. hot women. You know That's what I right. mean? That's right. New York. I think the writers just flipped a coin. Yeah. yeah. Or, or it was a really like subtle nod to the original story that took place in New York. And uh, I think and that's a headcanon like, for you, Vito. New York, and they left. <laughs> I'm just trying to wring this rag for all of the, all the liquid I can get out of that six minutes of, <laughs> all the of crap. It yeah. was really, it was, it was I bad. hate to say it, out of out of all of the short films that they've ever done that are like interstitials for these, this one's clearly the well, worst one. there's only one. two. Yeah, and out of all of them, this one's <laughs> the worst <laughs> one. That's true. Here's the strange thing, though. It has a... 6.4 rating on IMDb. Which I think is strictly because it's related to Fast and Furious. But it's weird, though, because Too Fast, Too Furious, which we're going to get into next week, only has a 5.9. That's interesting. And I don't I don't understand if... Bode well. It, well the but weird, I think it's inaccurate. Yeah, if anything, I'd switch those numbers around. Mm-hmm. But uh, there is also the possibility that uh, people are dumb and they think that Turbocharged Prelude is the movie and are giving it a higher rating That's very than true. what they think it is. That is very true. Um, Distinct possibility. But it's, it's, it's not very good. Anthony, do you feel like you learned anything from this short film? I guess you, it's hard to say. We haven't seen Too Fast yet. You know what? I wish it was like one continuous, like, illegal street race 
from LA <laughs> to Miami. You like, want it to be Cannonball Run. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> with with, with like the Death Race. We so. got a long way to go <laughs> and a short time to get there. Yep. We, that would have been anything would have been cooler. That's that that's absolutely true. It would have been amazing if he somehow got into a race and he ra- and he ends up in Miami and he hides out in Miami. Mm-hmm. It would have been amazing if it was like an underground railroad situation where like you saw these street racers taking him, like him being chased by the cops and they do an Indiana Jones thing where he pulls into a garage and they drop something down and the cops go by. Like anything approaching a story would have been better it's literally him driving racing shaking hands meeting a hot girl that has no bearing on the story Mm -hmm. or the next movie nothing to do with anything it was like what did she even i don't even understand why she was there or he took a wrong turn at race war and just ended up in miami (laughs) just ended up in miami (laughs) that's what happened to jesse yeah (laughs) you know where the hell's brian he went to go to get the car washed he's been gone for two years Real, real quickly, I just realized, you know, everyone in the first film kind of gets an ending except Leon. Leon is, I just realized over the weekend, like, he just disappears. That's true. That's true. He is never to be seen again. I'm, I'm fairly certain that he ended up in a prison somewhere. Most likely. Because we, now, to be fair, we did point out some questions uh, at the end of the first film as Brian is walking away. Like, did Johnny Tran get, get like, pinned for this this setup, you know, was he set up? Did they use him as a scapegoat? I'm assuming those will be answered in the second movie. So they're not. No. Okay, great. Well, we're we're all screwed, folks. <laughs> Nothing to see here. But a six. I I don't. Okay, let me ask you this, guys. Before what are we getting? Fifteen minutes on a six minute. 22. 22 minutes. I, th- I think we've rung this for almost everything other than jokes. But, like, what do you think? Is this a worthy addition to the Fast and the Furious franchise? Again, I like that, that it's like, here's how Brian got from L.A. to Miami. But he the, drove. He drove, exactly. That's, that's, that's it. But, I mean, it's like there's Big no surprise. thought put into it past that. I mean, like, there's maybe some kind of cool ideas. You know, I, mean, I could tell what they were going for with the girl. It's like, oh, she knows who he is anyway, and that's supposed to be kind of a twist. But it, nothing's done particularly well in this. Yeah, because, like, the twist isn't that twisty, right? You know he what I mean. It it's coming. like she kind of knows that he's. Yeah, she she's she's in it for the villains. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. She mm-hmm. likes the bad the boys. bad boys. Exactly. We understand, and it doesn't hurt that Paul Walker is not too hard on the eyes either. Right. I will say this: Paul Walker is one of those actors. The less they give him to say, I think the better he is. I can um, see that. And I kind of think that they started doing with that with that with him later in the series, which we'll soon see. But. Uh, well, should we stretch this out to 25 or go on and wrap? Do you have more to add to it? Because, like, really. I, I honestly... <laughs> I hated it. It's, it's, I fucking hated it. It was like watching a bad fan film. That's all I had to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not good. I mean, if you're... If, for, you know, completionists, I guess, you know, check it out. It's only six minutes of your yeah. life. But yeah, because we're going to be... Minutes, I want back. Four minutes. Four and a half. Yeah, it's four and a half like minutes. You're you're lucky you didn't go the whole duration. We spent far like we more did. talking about this. Film I even than watched we did guys, planning it. I watched the credits to see if there was an after credits thing on there. There isn't. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. Uh, but but I I did it so you don't have to. Nick Fury shows up. <laughs> I want, have you ever heard of the Too Fast Initiative? No, not uh, not uh, no. Well, with that said, uh, I think we'll go on and wrap, uh, close the books on turbocharged, as they say. And uh, the ironic thing is that it is so not turbocharged. It's not. I, I, it's I just it's terrible music. I can't say enough bad things. I, I I don't like to shit on filmmakers 
stuff, you know, but like to me, it seems like they didn't give these people any idea mm-hmm. as to what the second movie was about or what was going to be happening. So it's like they didn't have That's anything most likely to work what it, with. I mean, that makes the most sense. Is yeah, that they like, were like, he, we have it's an extra. Set in Miami, we don't know what is actually going to happen in the film, but just yeah. get Brian Vin, to Miami. Vin Diesel might be in it. He might not be in it. We may end the short with him waiting in Miami. We may not. It may have Minka Kelly in the future movie. It may not. There may be cops in the future movie. There may be just go make something and we'll make it work. And some poor editor was like, I would like, like to know where this was released. You know, was this on I television? I think it was on, I think it was for the DVDs. And it was Strictly also, for the if, if I remember, well, no, because YouTube wasn't around in 2003. No. So it wasn't released well, as was like it? a YouTube I exclusive. I remember seeing it on YouTube a long time ago. Are you saying Craigslist is older than YouTube? It. it is. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, I'm going to go on and say that we are done with Turbocharged. Oh, yeah. That, we, that cow is out of milk. Yeah. We, we're, we're looking forward, though, to diving into Too Fast. Uh, neither Vito or Anthony have seen it, so that's exciting. This is, this is going to be very interesting to see where they go with this series. Because, I mean, I, I know, aside from not having seen Two, where the, show, where the series goes, it's going to be interesting to see what they keep from the first film of what they add to the mythos. Mm-hmm. So that'll be that'll be interesting. Absolutely. Anthony uh, has fallen asleep. <laughs> Anthony, <laughs> Anthony, wake up. Done. We're at the end of the 25-minute episode about Turbocharged. That's right. Get that man some NOS. Seriously. And and with that, we, we hope uh, <laughs> you'll join us for our regular episode on the first 15 minutes of Too Fast, Too Furious next week. And uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Vroom vroom, bitches. Oh, I stole your tag. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>